<laughs> All right. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to episode five of Gaslighting the Warfighter. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've got with us today both Rosie and Leroy Torres. Uh, so fantastic. Welcome to the show. Can you guys believe we were just talking before that we went hot here today? Five months we've been doing Gaslighting the Warfighter, and we haven't even got into the meat of the subjects here, right? We're 45 minutes of show. We try our best to, to bring informative content and interesting people that are you know, navigating through this. But, uh, wow, five months. I can't believe it. Me either. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's just flown by. Yeah. That's absolutely incredible. It's and tough to get 10 years or, or more of a, more than a decade of information into <laughs> yeah, absolutely. five episodes. So uh, five months. Um, and, you know, we hope uh, all of you that are watching and have been continuing following this podcast uh, that uh, <clears throat> you're getting great information on, on the things that we're putting out and, and talking about. Because, you know, again, you know, Congress may have thought that uh, we have walked away um, and, you know, because they put two bills on the floor. Uh, but uh, rest assured, we are we've been here in the background. We've been continuing to work behind the scenes. They might be in recess, but that doesn't mean that we have stopped working. And um, we got some some updates on, on that uh, as we get through the show. Um, but uh, you know, today we're going to talk about some interesting things uh, that uh, Burn Pitts and Grunstall have been working together on. Um, an incredible uh, opportunity that has started happening down in Arizona uh, with the uh, Warrior Hope Network. And, um, so we got uh, an incredible guest on the show today, Will Wisner, who is a board member of Burn Pits 360, who actually went through the program uh, at the Hope House and is going to share some of the extraordinary um, results that have uh, come out of that treatment. Uh, Rosie shared uh, a video from an individual that went through the program with me last night, and we shared it with the company today. Or, well, I, I did it like late last night. Mm -hmm. um, and <clears throat> another individual that you know, incredible, incredible uh, turnaround and success from from this type of therapy and treatment. Mm -hmm. um, so it is working down there at the Hope House, and yeah. I couldn't be more proud to be a part of it and you know, in allowing uh, allowing our platform to you know have these conversations and and reach deep into the veteran community and, and let them know that these uh, treatments exist. So right. we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, <clears throat> John Stewart's show last night premiered The Problem with John Stewart. So that's fantastic. We'll talk a little bit about that show, uh, which you know his opening show uh, you know covered burn pits, right? Uh, he's been a, a, a very strong advocate of this particular issue, uh, beating down the doors of Congress uh, uh, with uh, his good old buddy John Field. Um, and you know he's, um, he spent a significant part of the show uh, last night uh, you know, con uh, talking about uh, the things that are happening with toxic exposure. So uh, that we'll talk a little bit about that, and uh, we'll end with some legislation. So let's, uh, Rosie, tell us about the Warrior Hope let's Network. Let's do it. Yeah, um, so, right. So Warrior Hope Network, um, th that idea came from you know just years of us realizing that the VA and DOD are going to continue to stall, mm. and that service members are dying at the hands of of their negligence, right? Um, we've walked the journey with Leroy, uh, exhausted all, our, all of our life savings, uh, having to use our own insurance. We're just one of the lucky ones that, you know, Leroy has TRICARE. Um, but just realize that through that national registry and talking to veterans, reaching out to Burn Pits 360, begging yeah. for help, just what 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 is out there for them, like just one ray of hope, right? Mm -hmm. I was on a phone call last night with the veteran having the same discussion, but it, it came out of that whole, uh, re, it, that whole journey for us. And then people on our board, I mean, Burn History 60 is made up of, 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 of war fighters that have been impacted by this issue. So their own experiences, right? Just drove us to the idea that we can't wait for the VA right. and DOD. Um, so 
we figured why not build a network of doctors uh, in that field that offer various treatment modalities such as stem cell, hyperbaric, uh, some ayahuasca, just different options uh, that will help their quality of life and right. for many help them survive. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, these uh, these alternative modalities, as uh, mm -hmm. colloquially being termed, uh, <clears throat> are, are, are impactful. You know, yeah. uh, I haven't. I had one uh, experience uh, most recently um, on on uh, some of those alternative modalities, and you know, uh, I was I was having some really bad reactions to the Afghanistan things, and yeah. it was surfacing some uh, some things that I thought I had I really buried deep, and I, I processed through many many years ago, mm. um, and you know, I, I tried something different, right, um, and and something that is. Proving to be a a, a, very, a very real form of therapy, um, so I, I'm a believer, and and these different types of things, and you know, we're going to talk a little to Will Wisner next. Um, you know, Leroy and, did hyperbaric yeah. uh, a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, about two years ago, and uh, fortunately, it was just the the drive was a seven hour trip to sure. North Texas. But during that time, I mean, there were some uh, weird things happening, and even from uh, losing my vision in my left eye. I mean, just things that were just. The, the triggers and sure. exposure, but uh, it, it works. And it was amazing. It's just, I couldn't continue the treatment because yeah. of the, How do you pay for it? How do you get there? Right, right. I and mean, these are all real questions uh, that, um, you know, people in our community that need that help, mm -hmm. you know, often are asking. Yeah. Um, so we, I think uh, I think we got some solutions for that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fantastic. Well, you know, we've been talking about them. Let's bring them on to the, Mr. Will Wisner. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, hey everybody. Hey, Will. My brother. What is new and exciting? You look like a whole new man. We've been talking about it, you know, before the show. Um, you know, uh, last, you know, last time we were really seeing each other in person, um, you were, you were being assisted uh, with Kane, like, you know, having to walk and, you know, some issues uh, that are really affecting your lifestyle and, and your, your personal health. Um, and here you are, you know, uh, a, a whole new man. Uh, tell us, tell us, walk us down that that road of experience. Yeah, um, I'd like to start by saying, you know, I really did not understand how far along I was on that spectrum of uh, issues. I always had kind of considered myself on the minor end, uh, even though, as you say, I was walking with a cane uh, as recently as April. Um, but uh, since undergoing the uh, program down at the North Star Hyperbaric a facility in Tucson, Arizona. I have dropped 40 pounds. I have begun to detox out these uh, chemicals uh, that are in me that I did not truly understand the extent of how much uh, I had until I had got down there and received uh, the uh, toxic uh, testing through for both heavy metals and non-heavy metal chemical. Um, I My lungs, I'm able to, to take a deep breath for the first time and many years and uh, I am no longer using a cane. In fact, I went jogging for the first time in 14 wow. years. I uh, hear about uh, three weeks ago, my joints are still old and they decided that probably wasn't a good idea. So I won't be jogging <laughs> again, but I did it just one more time to show that I could do it. So. That is amazing, <laughs> amazing. That makes me, you know, it brings tears to my eyes because I've known Will for a long time and, and you know, just we've lost so many along the way. But to hear a success story like that—that's yeah, awesome. Absolutely, that's awesome. Uh, and and something that you know is 
the hyperbaric thing is not a new idea, mm -mm. right? It's been around for quite some time, and um, but you know the way that it's being treated for TBI and, and and things of that nature is is the fascinating part to me. And you know, there's another side of it as well, Will. That you know, we were talking about yesterday uh, on, on on the phone, and you know, some of the neuromapping that is being associated to the the treatment in the hyperbaric chamber. So you know, understanding how the you know. Uh, the residuals of the the traumatic event you know, mm -hmm. has really impacted the brain itself. Understanding the neuropathy and, and the way that the brains are being triggered and the density of uh, brain matter, right, right, is really goes hand in hand with the injury itself uh, and a degradation. Um, and and hyperbaric seems to be a way of countering that and and regenerating healthy brain uh, cells to 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 kind of rebuild. Yeah. So could you can you illuminate a little bit on that, Will? Yeah, you bet. The, the, the biggest takeaway is this hyperbaric oxygen therapy, uh, oxygen in general. And so in a hyperbaric chamber, you're at about one and a half times atmospheric pressure and you're breathing pure oxygen. So you're getting some ridiculous, many, many times greater amount of oxygen directly into the bloodstream that you would through the normal atmosphere. So we, we, what oxygen does is it will heal the body and the body knows how to heal itself if you just give it the opportunity to do so. Mm -hmm. Now, um, these hyperbaric uh, treatments uh, heal soft tissue. So just like my, my ligaments and my heels and my Achilles tendons, I've had two surgeries on there as that has healed that and I can now uh, run and, and jump if I want. And of course I'm not running very fast, but uh, I can. Uh, as it's healing that, you know, it's also healing the brain because the brain is soft tissue. It's soft tissue and fat, and it heals that as well. This is a standard of care in Israel. Uh, it is used in New Zealand. It is used in Australia. Uh, but here in the United States, it is essentially considered quackery if used for anything other than really uh, treating diabetic ulcers. But uh, what I have seen and witnessed down in uh, Dr. Hendricks's facility in Tucson, is nothing short of miraculous. I have seen them use this treatment uh, for stroke victims, for Lyme disease, for dementia, Parkinson's, uh, of course, post-traumatic stress, uh, and, and of course, traumatic brain injury. And this is both kinetic and toxic brain injuries like, like I have. In fact, uh, when I went down there, uh, my cognition was slipping greatly. And uh, I'm a consultant by trade. Um, I spend a lot of time giving presentations on PowerPoint. And frankly, embarrassingly enough to admit, uh, you know, I'd have days where I would be in the middle of a presentation and would just have to stop and be like, what am I talking about? To the point where I'd have to turn and look at the uh, PowerPoint presentation to re kind of center myself and, and bring myself back into the present uh, to be able to move forward. So, you know, the hyperbaric was able to arrest that decline, you know, uh, that we, we do an MRI when you go down there before and after treatment. You know, I, as I mentioned earlier, I had no idea how far along I was, uh, but it turned out from the MRI results, you know, I'm, I'm down to like 80% of my overall brain matter left in, in the gray matter. I'm down to 53%. So, you know, um, as my neurologist said, you know, two more years, I'm going to be drooling on myself in a nursing home if I don't get something done. And, you know, by golly, it, 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 it arrested it and it turned it around. And uh, uh, it's like waking up out of a dream that I've been in for 12 years, just having that brain fog removed, having that confusion removed, having that uh, loss of thought and focus, you know, it's all back. And, uh, you know, I can't uh, imagine uh, any greater testament than just proof in the pudding. So, yeah, absolutely. And it's, and it's great feedback and understanding. Um, you know, so as a form of treatment, is this, uh, you know, I understand you did a, about 100 dives in, in, in the chamber. Mm -hmm. um, 
Is this something that is biannual or, you know, what is the frequency, you know, to, to keep that, that sharpness, that cognitive mind, um, you know, the benefits of the, the, the high density of, of, of oxygen that's having yeah. benefits to the, the soft tissues. Uh, what is the frequency that you need to you know, really keep that momentum going? I think that's a perfect question oh, for Will. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is a uh, kind of a com- complex uh, uh, nut to crack. But once you understand it, it starts to make sense. So the protocol starts off with 40 dives. The average person that suffered some kind of brain trauma, uh, stroke victim, all these, these are 40 dives. And by a dive, that's an hour in this tank that you're there for about an hour and you're breathing this 100% oxygen. Uh, through a non-rebreather mask in the particular one that we used at Dr. Henrik's facility. Um, you need to do 40 uh, as that to, to get that minimum benefit that's going to last. Once you do 40 dives, it's pretty well permanent in terms of what's going on upstairs. Now, the veterans that have been exposed to uh, concussive blasts uh, and toxins, you know, require a little bit longer. You know, for, for my case, I was pretty pretty severely impacted. Some of the other guys that were in the house were also pretty severely impacted. They required, you know, much more. And at the time, Dr. Hendricks was kind of trying to adjust the protocol to meet our specific needs, which she really hadn't encountered anything uh, on our scale. And so uh, I was prescribed 100 dives. Um, Turns out now, I think after they've looked at that, 80 is probably seems to be what's uh, uh, sufficient for those really extreme cases. But as long as you get that 40 dives, you're pretty well good. Now, not everybody needs that. If you are um, toxic, but you don't have uh, that that degree of, of kinetic type injury uh, to the brain, you can probably do the 40 that's prescribed. And once you do 40, it's permanent. Now, if you stop before that 40, I think my understanding is, is that can pretty well fade. Uh, you'll lose that benefit. Uh, the other kind of nuance to this is what I'm finding myself is that my toxicity levels are so high uh, that I'm going to really need to stay engaged with the hyperbaric long term, mm-hmm. uh, but only because it seems to suppress uh, the effects of what the toxins are doing to my body. So the hyperbaric is healing me faster than what the toxins can damage me. And now that I have been out of the hyperbaric chamber for around two months almost now, I'm starting to feel that start to kind of come back a little bit, aches and pains in the joints, and I'm still working on detoxing and I'm still following out, you know, uh, the helpful diet and I have an IR sauna, which helps get those toxins out. You have to, you know, have to remove them once you break them loose. Um, but that's kind of the, the nature of, of the beast all around. But uh, if you're not quite as toxic as I am, you know, 40 dives will probably get the job done and it's permanent. If you're a person with Lyme disease, I, I believe that it can uh, have a significant impact on that. Um, I won't make the claim that it can cure it because I've not uh, experienced that myself, but I have seen some pretty incredible progress. Fantastic. I see that um, your wife has uh, hopped into the chat section and says the change has been astounding. Uh, you know, talk, talk a little bit how you know, the, 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 the new sharpness and, and mental clarity, like how, how has that improved in your, your personal life, your relationship life, and you know, uh, you know, in, in all the things outside of just you know, you're, you're being mentally centered in, in removing those toxins. How's this improved in your area around you? Oh, uh, tremendously. Um, like I said, it is literally like waking up out of a bad dream that you've been in for a very, very long time. Um, a lot of things, events that have happened um, since becoming a veteran and graduating from being that soldier deployed to coming back and being a veteran. Some of the weird things that have happened in my life that, you know, are, you have a hard time making sense of now make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um it has uh, made me a lot more calm. It's made me a lot less prone to emotional swings and 
in triggers. Um, I'm able to be a lot better version of, of myself. And, you know, there's certainly impact with your family members uh, that goes along with that. So I, I think I'm probably a little more agreeable. Keep in mind, my wife's probably my harshest critic. But I love that. I love that saying that, you know, it allows you to be the best you can be, the best yeah. you, right? And I think that's you know, really what we're all looking for in a lot of senses. And, and that's not just, you know, uh, from the veteran community, I think that's just being human. We want to be the best that we can be yeah. every day. And sometimes, you know, our health and, and our uh, mental state and, and our health uh, mm -hmm. really keep us from being the best that we can be. And, and we're constantly struggling trying to fill that gap. Uh, and knowing that there's programs out here like that uh, that exists, right, um, right, are, are absolutely fantastic. And uh, it's important, Tim, because you know, uh, when we we were trying to understand, and I know a lot of veterans. We just had a conversation with one of your staff members downstairs sharing with Leroy about how he also experiences like dementia-like symptoms, mm -hmm. right? Um, for me as a spouse, and I know Leroy, you know, can talk on the same point, but understanding like what happened after the war, like wh why the memory loss, why, why the mood swings, why the irritability, like why all these things. And it wasn't until he had that brain scan because it, it was hard. It was hard. It was a heartache for him too. Yeah. Right. Uh, as it is for many families, but Finally getting those scans like like the one Will got uh, and the one we had done um, really gave us that perspective of like, wow, there is hope. And then knowing there are people like Dr. Henricks providing that care through that nonprofit, Healing Arizona Vets, like it's just a ray of hope. And yeah. It's it's amazing, and and it, it is a sense of vulnerability, and I can I can respect you know that uh, Leroy, and you know I, I I see it a lot too, and you know you know let's have real conversation, right? Like uh, I know my short term memory is garbage, right? Uh, for a lot of reasons, um, you know I often find myself in in an OODA loop, um, you know, wondering like like Will, like what you're talking about, like where am I at? What where was my thought stream? I've, I've broken it, and you know it's. It's hard for me to get back onto that uh, that conversation or or things of that nature. I mean, so these are real things, and it's hard for you know uh, people to talk about because you know this this idea of mental stigma, right? This this mm -hmm. idea of you know being labeled as somebody with um, you know uh, mental mental health issues, right? And you know it doesn't allow for healthy conversation and and these moments to be vulnerable so you can share uh, these these conversations and and you know find nuggets of opportunity like this yep. that, that can drive you to, to places and get these types of treatment and, you know, and do it in a way that it, you're, you're meeting you know, your most basic, uh, you know, hierarchy of needs, safety and security. Right. Yep. Yep. For sure. I know for Leroy, it, it's been that experience of like just understanding that there is treatment, that there is something out there. So for anybody out there, that's like questioning themselves, right. Or saying like, well, I don't want to be labeled as whatever. I mean, Lira being um, a, a state police and then an officer in the military, it's like, wait a minute. Like, I was this person before. This is not possible. Right. 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 Um, I don't know how many of you want that, to Yeah, that was, that was the, the, I would say the greatest challenge. And just hearing <clears throat> Will, uh, receiving the, those, I received 40 hours of yeah. hyperbaric. And, I mean, I just, I wish I would have, because I remember Dr. Johnson message, you need a lot more yeah. treatment, but it was just the, the cost. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but you're going I, back, I know, right? By faith, that's, yes, <laughs> going back, yes. That's right. that's but uh, I know, I know my wife noticed the the change, you know. But oh, yeah. after a couple of weeks, you start kind of getting just back. like looking at Will. It's like, yeah. wow, like it, it, the whole body begins to heal. Right. 
you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, so if, 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 I'm, if I'm a veteran out there that's listening to the show right now and I'm very interested in uh, the treatments that are happening at, within the Warrior Hope Network and the Hope House, uh, how, how, how would I reach out to get more understanding? How do I get uh, into the program? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we have uh, our uh, website developer uh, who's created a page called uh, Warrior Hope Network under programs that will be going live here in the next week. Uh, but in the meantime, you can go to the burnpit360.org, uh, HTTPS, burnpit360.org, and hit the uh, Contact Us button and just put on there in the subject line, uh, Warrior Hope Network. Right. right? We have two veterans there in the house now getting treatment through Healing Arizona Vets. But, um, you know, there's room for more. So uh, we're seeing a flow of, continuous flow of veterans coming in and learning about the program. Um, so, yeah, just go on our website and let us know you want more information. Uh, but here in the next week, we'll have the program information up and the application where you can apply uh, through an electronic form. That's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. And, mm -hmm. you know, from uh, the Grunt Style Foundation, you know, you know, this is something that's very important to us and, you know, uh, something that we, you know, we, we align with and we're uh, involved in uh, both financially and, and personally. That's right. Um, you know, so, you know, we're very, very proud of this program and to see the successes that are coming out of it for uh, individuals in our communities, uh, really warming of the, of the soul that, um, you know, there are these things that exist and there are actual people that, you know, give a shit and, and, and are opening up these resources. Yeah. Um, you know, and Will, my friend, uh, you know, not many people uh, may know, but uh, Will, Will's a fighter. <laughs> yeah, he is. And uh, he, he likes to be a disruptor, much like myself in many ways. And we, <laughs> we share a lot of uh, similar qualities. <laughs> you do. And, um, you know, so, you know, during your, your, your adventures, uh, Will, you know, you've recently come up against some, some issues um, you know, that we've all been kind of sharing and, and, and navigating through from the VA. Uh, you care to you kind of enlighten the, the community? Uh, it definitely falls in line with everything that we're talking about. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's not a uh, unique story to me, unfortunately. It's, pretty, it's kind of more of the same uh, kind of experience that we go through dealing with the VA and this issue of military uh, related toxic exposure illnesses. Um, and I'm going to be a little more nicer to them than what I had initially intended to be because I talked to a really great uh, clinical social worker from the polytrauma unit at the St. Louis VA at Jefferson Barracks in St. Louis yesterday, and she was absolutely tremendous. And a credit to the uh, Veterans Administration there in St. Louis. Uh, just a wonderful lady to talk to. Everyone else, uh, though, in my opinion, hot garbage. So uh, I'll, I'll give you a little rundown on kind of what I've ran into since coming back. So as I mentioned, I, I didn't really understand the full extent of my injuries. And I've been asking for 14 years, you know, for a toxicity test to look further into the complaints that I've been bringing to their attention. You know, all that's essentially dismissed, um, especially if you start out with something in the lungs, uh, they'll send you off to the pulmonary folks. They're going to do a pulmonary function test. Your results are going to come back in the normal range because this issue is not one of uh, oxygen capacity in the lungs. It's one of oxygen diffusion of getting the oxygen into the bloodstream. Uh, and so once you pass that test, you're either written off as a psych patient or some other rationale goes away. Anyway, once that blocks in, in, in your packet, it's very hard to make any meaningful progress. So now coming back armed with that information I'm bringing from uh, Arizona, I'm able to present to my doctors and say, here you go. This is what I've been asking for all along. Now let's get on the ball and let's come up with a healthcare 
plan for that. And as specifically concerned with the head trauma, I did not realize that I was down to what I'm down to on uh, the brain matter. And uh, what I've been told was outright denial of care, even being able to talk to the polytrauma folks that handle that uh, neurological side uh, of things. Because when I came out of the military end of 2008, uh, at that time, the VA was just rushing people through that that whole scandal in Phoenix had dropped with the uh, the, the wait list. I believe that was around that time, mm -hmm. whatever there was the case, there was a, a big push to get uh, veterans into and through the system as fast as they can. And uh, when I went through my uh, assessment, you know, I had reported that I had received several concussions. And so we did a screening. Uh, and at the time, I still felt pretty good. You know, I hadn't, you know, this is a degenerative condition when you're dealing with brain injuries. And so I wasn't really aware of how impacted I was. I felt normal. And the test that they had provided was essentially two decks of cards. Uh, these cards had images of faces on them. And you went through the first deck and then you would go through the second deck that they would have some faces that were in the first deck and some that were not. And the objective of the test was to identify those that were in the first deck. So that's, you know, pretty simple stuff. Uh, there was a second part to the test where the doctor just touched four different items in the room, like a coffee cup or a stapler or something like that. And then I had to repeat back the order in which they touched these items. And, you know, that was very easy to do. Boom. Okay. You're good. No trauma out the door you go. Uh, now that I'm bringing it back, I'm saying, hey, I'd like to, to come up with a uh, care plan for this to address this. This is significant damage. And they're saying, oh, no, you were screened in 2008. And so since that, that came back clean then, there was no damage at that time. So now any damage that is showing on these MRIs that you're trying to present us, that had to have happened after you had that screening. So, you know, that's not taking into consideration the progressive nature of this type of an injury. Mm -hmm. It's not taking into consideration even the images itself. They wouldn't even look at it. So uh, I'm, I'm currently working through that and trying to gain access. Like I said, I did talk to a really outstanding young lady uh, yesterday at the uh, Jefferson Barracks VA here in St. Louis, and I'm hopeful that that will uh, turn around positive. Um, the other issue there is I, you know, of course, received a, a prescription for a home unit hyperbaric uh, chamber from uh, Dr. Hendricks. I don't expect that the VA will pay for that, but I'm trying. I'm, I've submitted uh, the request for it. It's already been shut down once, but we're going to keep engaging that as well. It's very frustrating. It, it's just more frustration on top. And, and most of, of what um, I watched last night on John Stewart's, uh, the problem John Stewart show that premiered, uh, accurately describes uh, the nature of those roadblocks. And more importantly, it, it really exposed the absurd nature of the hoops that you have to jump through and how the deck is stacked against you in terms of it, uh, there's no way to achieve these bars that they need to, to measure the success of what defines the trigger to, to allow you access to this treatment or to allow you uh, to receive these benefits. Not even the secretary of the VA could define what that uh, standard is. And, uh, you know, and that's at the very top level. That guy's got a magic pen. He could write all this stuff in a presumption and boom, it's, it's, it's all good. But uh, as long as those mechanisms are in place, we're not going to be able to access that care. And then the folks at the lower end that you're dealing with at the, at the VA, they're, they're trapped in that system to a degree, but only because they are not able to stand up uh, and make positive change. Uh, so in some, some hands, you know, I want to cut them a lot of slack for that. In other hands, they're choosing to work there. They know exactly what's going on. And this stuff is insidious. And, you know, in my book, if you're going to be a healthcare provider uh, and you can see and understand the nature of what's going around you to that point, you need to do some serious soul searching because, uh, you know, Jesus don't want you for a sunbeam. You know what I mean?
<laughs> and, and I think another important point, uh, Will, is that um, this term, like having a TBI and then having um, this type of, right, which is something that's kind of new, uh, this new um, uh, verbiage in, in, the in the veteran community that not even we had ever heard of, which is toxic brain injury. In the medical books, it's known as toxic encephalopathy. Mm -hmm. Very similar, so we all understand, to the CTE brain injuries in the NFL football players. Sure. So when you look at all those symptoms, they just all make sense. You know, uh, suicidal ideations, irritability, you know, outbursts, all these things. So if, if in dementia, memory loss, mm -hmm. if you're experiencing these things, you know, this is where the hyperbaric comes into play. But understanding that, you know, this is not something that just happened. Um, when you inhale toxins, this is a result, just like with 9-11. Right. If you ask John Feel, how many did you lose to suicide? How many did you lose to lung cancer? To You know, all these things very similar to our population of people affected. Um, yeah. It's just important for, for the audience to understand that, you know, look up toxic brain injury. It's real. You have two types of trauma, the traumatic brain injury from concussions and, you know, the explosions and things. But then in addition to that, what happens when you're involved in those IED explosions? You go, <gasps> and that goes straight into your lungs, yeah. all those metals, all those toxins into the brain, yep. you know. Absolutely. And, you know, I've, I know a few people that, um, you know, are, are struggling with the, the heavy metals in the blood, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and, the, and the, the crazy thing is they're, they're all, the, the pattern that I have found is that they're all baffled as to what is happening. Yeah. And then when you illuminate them to, hey, have you gotten, you know, heavy metal tested in your blood? Uh, and then, you know, they're like, no, I never heard of that. And they go and do it. And then they come back and it's like, oh, yeah, we have heavy, you know, they found high amounts of lead or aluminum. Mm -hmm. uh, in the bloodstream, and it's causing these toxic uh, ramifications within the within your body. Yeah, it's triggering all these different things. Propecia, all the hair falling out. I know so many people that this is that that's happening to them, and then they go through the cycle of cleaning it out of their body, which is not a very easy process, and it's very long and expensive. But it, it, they can get it out. But you know, uh, it, I think I think what what is what I enjoy about this show the most is that we're bringing this type of information to the veteran community in ways mm -hmm. that uh, they've never heard it before. Right. right. And we're, you know, because the best way that we can have you know, honest conversations with our doctors and our primary care providers is to understand what it is that we're dealing with. And if we don't understand what we're dealing with, then yeah. we're just adding to, you know, the, the bigger problem here, right, which we're all coming around and, and we're all scratching our head to is how we prevent veteran suicide. Veteran suicide is the end result of a series mm -hmm. of disenfranchisements uh, that are occurring within the veteran community that's leading them to this choice because they feel they have no other option. Right. That and, and, and the brain trauma. Yeah. Right. I mean, one of the widows that talked about, one of the survivors had talked about it years ago. She was like, Rosie, I think this has to do a lot with the toxicity in the brain. And we didn't really think about it back then, but now it just makes so much sense. Yeah. Right. Um, it, 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 and that's the whole goal with Warrior Hope Network is, you know, we want to bring doctors and, and hopefully we will have them on, on the show to explain to the veterans. Right. I had a guy call me yesterday who said, my doctors think I'm crazy and I feel like I'm dying slowly mm -hmm. and I just need help. So we're like, okay, go to our website, go to the resources tab, Download those documents. 
It'll help you navigate through your healthcare, you know, uh, through your healthcare, whether in the civilian sector or VA. But yeah, it's those stories, right, where you, where people are just reaching out for a ray of hope, mm. and and not really understanding what's happening to their bodies. Right, it's all important, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Will, um, thank you for sharing your story uh, with us and, and everybody that is watching. Uh, a ray of hope, sir. There you are. Yeah. And I'd like to add one thing uh, to, to this part of the discussion. Uh, this is just some helpful tips, I guess, for those that are watching that are going through this that don't have access, right? Or the ability right now to get into a program like what Dr. Hendricks and the Healing Arizona folks uh, are providing down there in Arizona. Uh, this is a simple process in, in, in concept. Anybody can really do it. Uh, if you are a veteran that was deployed, it, whether you're showing symptoms or not, go find a functional medicine provider in your town, in your city, and get them to uh, secure for you a heavy metal toxicity test that's usually through the hair. And then you want to get a non-heavy metal chemical test, which is through urine. Well, that test is going to come back. It's going to tell you what is inside you. It's also going to tell you in what amount that it's inside you. And then once you have that, depending on the test, some of them have a guide that you can follow to get rid of that stuff that's in you, or at least begin the process. These are natural supplements that you can get at any GNC. You can even get them at Walmart. You don't have to go to a specialty herb place or anything like that. Once you get these binders that can start attaching to these chemicals that are in you, you can get them out. You know, you, you, pee them out, you excrete them out, you breathe them out, and you sweat them out. That's how you get this stuff out. And that stuff that's down deep needs to be removed through these supplements. Liposomal glutathione is probably the biggest workhorse. Google that, go to a GNC and buy it. Liposomal glutathione. That will knock those toxins loose out of that fat where they store. Once they're floating around in your body, you need to get them out. For $375, you can get an infrared sauna from Amazon. Go to Amazon.com, Google infrared sauna. Those infrared saunas will penetrate six inches down into your body, down to the bone, and it will allow you to sweat out those toxins. So that is the powerful one-two combination punch that you need. Break that stuff up, get that stuff out. If you can do that, you will prolong your life and you will improve the quality of your health. Um, if you have access to a hyperbaric chamber, you can get into a hyperbaric chamber, all the better. That's going to work in a lot of different ways. As long as it heals soft tissue, stimulates stem cell production from your own bone marrow. Uh, it actually even lengthens the telomeres. There's studies in, in, into that level. This stuff is incredible. Um, if you have access to a natural geothermic hot spring, go set on that. That's great for removing these toxins as well. But all these things are simple steps that you can do. Uh, and have the power to do right now today. You don't have to wait to get into a program like ours. Uh, so just get active on Google, empower yourself, and start taking action. Because mm -hmm. I guarantee you, if you deployed, when you get those toxicity results back, your jaw's going to drop. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea. I have, I'm in the 99th percentile for arsenic. I am in the 78th percentile for uranium. Now, uh, according to the VA, before all this testing was done, I had asthma. So, you know, you may be in my boat. You may be thinking, like, I don't know what's going on. I just am getting old and cranky and fat and whatever. But uh, the truth is, is you got some nasty stuff in you. You got to get it out. And that's probably the most simple, direct way to do it. There you go. There you go. Um, hey, I see a, an old friend that popped in. <clears throat> Hello, chaps from the Road Home program. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with that program, uh, what an incredible, incredible outfit uh, up there in Chicago uh, that drives uh, or, or really 
focuses on uh, veterans uh, in an outpatient uh, type of program that focuses on a lot of holistic ways and approaches to uh, your stressors and, and the things that are you know, really triggering your uh, PTS and, and, and things of that nature. Uh, of an incredible program all about mindfulness, centering yourself and taking that, uh, you know, that next step. Right. Um, so, you know, chaps, I want to get you on the show sometime and, and you guys, you know, that's awesome. fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so again, you know, a lot of great organizations out there, you know, I, I find it to be part of our mission to make sure that we can get these, uh, many of these groups in front of people and show, right. you know, our community, there are things that are out there that are, and resources available. Uh, mm -hmm. For everybody uh, to be, you know, really you know, getting involved. Uh, if you're not, if you don't need the treatment, get involved by supporting it, um, because these are important programs that are answering the needs uh, in different methods uh, beyond the beyond the, the traditional ways of the VA that you know often end with yeah. uh, high doses of medicine that you don't need to be putting in your body. Oh, man, that's right, right Tim. So, um, you know, last uh, last thing I want to talk about is uh, we had the the big premiere of uh, John Stewart last night. The the problem with that John we Stewart, haven't watched. Right? And we've uh, we've all been waiting years in, in many respects to see John coming back on TV and his uh, you know witful way of uh, opining on pop culture in, in certain events. And you know, I only thought it uh, absolutely appropriate um, with all the work that he's been doing uh, in regards to toxic exposure on Capitol Hill, working with this team here and many others. Uh, to start with uh, toxic exposure, um, what did you think, Will? I, I loved it. I thought it was exactly uh, what needed to be uh, said in a venue that people needed uh, to, to be able to access it through. I mean, this stuff, this information has been out for a long time. Those that have been on the inside have known this information for a long time, but the general population has not. That has been the nature of the game since we started, was Congress telling us to go out and build systemic momentum. We've tried and tried and tried, you know, chopping that tree down, you know, with a spoon, uh, it feels like after not. John Stewart came in and wham, there you go. So that's what we saw last night. I think that's what's breached the public consciousness. I'm hoping that it will shame the powers that be into taking action because that it, I don't know, no reasonable person in my opinion could, could watch that program and come away with anything less than total conviction that this is beyond tragedy. This is a national disgrace. This yeah. is shame, and it's, it's our burden. Yeah, I, uh, I absolutely agree. You know, John has a, a very unique way of framing, uh, you know, these types of situations, um, and I think he did it masterfully. Um, so super, super excited for you guys to check that out. You, uh, if you guys are interested in watching the first show of uh, the problem with John Stewart, you can find it on Apple TV. Uh, download that. Um, and, and take a look. It's a you know an excellent episode. Another uh, great place of getting great information mm -hmm. uh, and understanding the vastness of, of the situation here. Um, so, Will, I want to say thank you for you know one everything that you do for the community. Uh, yeah. And secondly, you know, congratulations on on the, the rounding the corner and, uh, and 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 really taking a hold of your health. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Now the fun begins. Let's go get everybody else the same treatment. Let's let's. Uh, Let's lift everybody up. Yeah, That's absolutely. Right. Uh, we have a couple of questions. Whoa, there's a wall. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, some people are saying, how do they get tested for the toxins? Uh, people saying they're they're sick, feeling sick all the time. What is the name of the toxin remover? Um, you know, can we can we throw some some real quick things out there for to answer some of these questions? Well. Yeah, I'd be happy to, to address the one on how, where do you get these tests? You, you're going to need a doctor to write that prescription. That's why I recommend a functional medicine fighter. It's probably the fastest, most direct way 
Um, they're, they're used to dealing with that anyway. Now, insurance doesn't typically cover functional medicine providers, go figure. Uh, and you're, uh, but they can order the test. Um, there is a great resource called Great Plains Laboratory. If you go to, if you just Google that, they go to their website, you can order tests online. I do believe that you still need to have your doctor sign off on that, but that's the, that's the test that I had. And it was very uh, comprehensive. And the thing that I liked about it is it actually gives you a rundown of how to get this stuff out of you. It gives you a protocol in your test results. So uh, that would be the one that I would recommend. Again, greatplainslaboratory.com, I believe is their website. If that's, that may not be correct, I didn't come prepared with that information. But if you Google Great Plains Laboratory, that will pop up. Um, as far as the name of the products that can get that stuff out of there, also, just do a quick Google uh, search on how to detox. Uh, there's lots of supplements. There's herbal teas that you can buy that do this. These things are expensive. Uh, uh, dandelion root is probably the workhorse of choice that I use. It supports the, the kidneys and the liver very well. In fact, that's how I dropped 40 pounds is my liver was shut down. My kidneys were shut down and nothing I was doing through my primary care providers and even my civilian doctors was even making a dent in this, but uh, ran to a guy that did some non-conventional alternative medicines and he really turned me on to some of these uh, plant herbal remedies and uh, dandelion root is probably the best and the biggest. Um, along with that, um, uh, there's fennel, uh, milk thistle, there's just, the list goes on and on. A any Google search will pop up with some of these. That's your best bet. You can go to GNC and buy this stuff prepackaged. It'll come in little boxes, like Everyday Detox brand. Uh, these things are going to cost you about 50 to $75 to get a whole two-week supply of what you need. That said, if you just look at the ingredients and go to your local health food store or Whole Foods or any place where you can buy herbs individually, you can make the same blend yourself. It's literally like a quarter of a teaspoon of each of those ingredients, enough to put into a tea bag. And uh, you, know, you can get that, you can get two months supply for like $3. So, you know, I mean, it's just another way to empower yourself and taking control of your health. That, that would be what I would recommend is just, just be active in Google. There you go. There you go. Uh, well, what other questions we got out there? Jeremy Shetuk, what is that? Yeah, we'll reach. We'll, we'll address that later. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, well, um, let's see. Well, well, again, thank you and fantastic work. Um, great information. Um, and you know, uh, one thing we want to end on is uh, some developments on some on some SCOTUS related issues. Uh, Leroy, uh, with you know, uh, you got some got some big things uh, on the table right now, and you've been going through this battle, um, you know, on the on the toxic exposure side, as well as um, you know some Supreme Court uh, battles in, in regards to uh, your health and, and dismissal from uh, your, your law enforcement career. Um, you know, what new information do you have going on there? Uh, yeah, Tim here uh, recently now with this uh, the SCOTUS case, since we initially filed. Uh, for my uh, USERA case, we're uh, going on over four and a half years. We've been uh, with this battle, uh, but here uh, recently, just um, just and just today, uh, a billboard went up there in the coastal Bend area in Corpus Christi. Uh, it's an awareness campaign for the SCOTUS issue because um, just thinking about the the tremendous loss that that uh, comes alongside and with the stigma and with the the many effects from. Um, the invisible wounds, yeah. but and then being pushed aside, 
especially after like for my my experience serving 14 years <clears throat> and just requesting six more years just for to accommodate to finish my my time to retire uh, but uh looking at, at the the scotus piece set we've been very fortunate and blessed that it's still on the table it's moving forward uh right now it's just pending review from the solicitor general mm -hmm. the, the, uh, to, to comment on the case but uh i'm grateful for there's uh, approximately three or four um I'm trying to think of the name on the because on the website it's 20-603-scotus.gov, uh, but there's been amicus briefs on my behalf that have been filed in my defense, which has been a, a huge yeah. um, on my part that this is uh, not only that issue that I'm battling, but there's there's hundreds yeah. of other first responders, a dual role citizens that have served, their nation come back. And uh, they're told that you can't come back to work yeah. or you got to go find something else. Right, right. And this is why we've been pushing this issue for, 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 for you know, over four years now. Yeah. But, uh, but just today we, with that campaign going up and with awareness on the SCOTUS case, it's, it's just something that, that uh, we're hopeful that it will continue to move forward. Yeah. Amicus is a good, is, is a good thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I think the most important takeaway from the Supreme Court, just Lever's case being one example is that, um, if you're, if you're coming back sick after war with the war injury, uh, know that your jobs are protected under the USERA law. Mm. And if your boss is saying, hey, you're too injured to work for us, you know, that's discrimination and it's illegal. Yeah. And it's a federal law. Yeah, I've encountered, uh, and, and you're entitled to all uh, potential advancements, uh, you know. That's right. In, in, promotions, in promotions, yeah, all, all that. I mm -hmm. uh, had a similar experience uh, when I came back from Iraq when I was still a union carpenter up in Chicago. And, uh, it, you know, so long story there, but I, <laughs> yeah. I know how they try to, to flex, you know, and people that don't know, understand the laws. And if you have a, a good uh, position. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> really you've had companies things. like United Airlines, Walmart, um, all kinds of companies that, you know, they, they made, they messed up, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, Just own uh, it. Yeah, own Move it. <laughs> own it. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have success. Like Leroy said, the billboard went up, uh, and that's going to shake some stuff up <laughs> with the state and the governor and all those things. But you know what? There has to be accountability. That's right. There has to be accountability in protecting uh, warfighters' uh, jobs, their care at a federal level, at a state level. You know, people need to be held accountable, period. 100%. Or we get more of the same. Yeah, that's right. And I know we're all, <laughs> that's it right. doesn't seem like anybody's happy with where we're at right now. No, that's right. <laughs> so, great stuff. Well, um, we'll... Keep us posted on the, the, yes. the continuance of that and you know, all blessings uh, and hopefulness on yeah. that Thank one. You, um, so, you know, that's uh, that, I think that'll wrap up episode five, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of great information again. Thank you, Will, for joining us and, and sharing uh, your experiences uh, with the Warrior Hope Net Network and the Hope House in Arizona there. Uh, more information to come on that, and we'll continue to, you know, uh, drive uh, our, our resources and providing opportunities for veterans. Uh, that you know just need that that help so look forward to um our episode six six months my god that's crazy i know <laughs> it's around the corner yeah, yeah it's absolutely. around the corner and i mean great stuff coming because you know we have amazing doctors uh amazing experts on a lot of these things you know we've built allies and a whole alliance of great great people from legal legal experts health experts uh scientists so i look forward to having some of those people on yeah. 
Absolutely. A lot more to do, a lot more to talk about. Um, You know, again, the uh, recess is coming to an end uh, in Congress. uh, And and, uh, we still have work to do to get the legislation passed. That's right. Uh, So, you know, it's still still working it. Um, We'll be making an effort on Veterans Day uh, to, Mm -hmm. to... you know, get to some attention to let them know that we have not gone anywhere. That's uh, right. That we're yeah. still here. Um, you know, I think there's an opinion that the two bills that are put in place is to, to kind of placate and, and, and give that false sense of security that we're, you know. Yeah. We're good. Right. That we're going to yeah. go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Away. No, I mean, John Phil said, get ready, yeah. gear up. We're, you know, we're, we're getting ready to go march. That's right. And uh, walk the halls of Congress to... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for there to be accountability like they did with 9-11. So, That's right. you know, the wall of shame will be back. And we need everybody's help when, yeah. uh, when that time comes. So uh, we'll continue to uh, share that information. So we'll see you guys next time. Uh, thank you, Will. Uh, thank you, Leroy, for joining us today. Rosie, Honor. always a pleasure. Awesome. It's an and, honor. And um, I hope you guys had a, uh, an information. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the show and got a lot of informa- helpful information out of it. So we'll see you guys next time. This is Gaslighting the Warfighter with Rosie and Tim Jensen, Leroy Torres. Uh, in the the wonderful cast that makes this all happen behind the scenes. Um, We're here for you guys, so we'll see you again soon, and have a wonderful day.